0: Delicious! Hello and welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. We have a review and a preview to talk about, which is the episodes we like doing. We have a Tuesday night uh, win at home to Morecambe, which was not plain sailing, um, and we also have a very, 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 very long trip for some to Plymouth Argyle on Saturday. Um, just, just remind just tell me what you were telling me. Then what times? What time are you waking up on Saturday
1: morning? My get-up time, my alarm is already set for half-past three on Saturday morning. You're would... <laughs> It It's just the various medication that I have to do. It's just uh, it's, it's a pain, but I can tell you now we're drinking from four. So hey. <laughs> that is not making game. <laughs> no, I'll probably end up at Taunton just laid in a ditch somewhere.
0: <laughs> and Mick, you're with us as well, aren't you? Uh, yeah, just about.
2: Just about made it. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so once again, thank you everybody for joining us. I hope you'll be enjoying this. It's nice to take time out of the the world at the minute in it. So let's, let's talk about some <laughs> the brother United stuff, the important stuff. Um, so Tuesday night, as we've already mentioned, it was not plain sailing at all. It was the two 0 victory on paper. If you were if you didn't watch the game, you would have thought oh, top of the league beat more come two 0 not to worry about, but <laughs> that wasn't necessarily the case. Let's start with the start, though, Mick. The first five minutes of the game, Freddie Ladapo got his—I don't know what number it is—second goal since his transfer request. That's that's how I'm measuring life at the minute. I think, mm. um, and one of his best, probably other than this Wednesday goal away last season, might be one of his best for the club.
2: I think he's probably better than the Wednesday <laughs> goal, to be honest with you, in terms of just if you take it in isolation and and obviously take away the fact that that was at Swillsbury and it was in the last minute and and everything else technique wise, I thought it was just an absolute stunner, absolute stunner. Um, And I've I've been one of Freddie's biggest critics over the last 18 months or so at times. Um, But after, after that performance, certainly the first half performance that he put in on Tuesday night, I mean it was it was exceptional. Really, really, really good performance from him. Uh, and and fully rewarded with two goals. But uh, but yeah, the first one, absolute screamer, weren't it? Great mm. technique all round. Um yeah, I loved it. Lovely to
0: Liam see. Let me points out the one against Watford last season was his but was his best of a goal. That was a very, very good hit. You got a good yeah, point there, Liam. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, this one was was as enjoyable. And I like Mick mentions then, and to me, this is, this is almost as important. I mean, maybe not as important because he need his goals, but he was brilliant, Danny. For, for mm. 70 minutes, But the last 20 minutes, he did tail off. But I'll give him that. He would tie it up. I, I
1: accept that. But
0: he was brilliant on Tuesday night.
1: Yeah, it was. It, it was one of Freddie's best performances of the season, I think. And, well, we haven't seen him too much since he's been on the notice step, but that should be now the bar he aspires to be at. Mm. Maybe just try and do it a little bit longer. But obviously, when you're thinking about the game, um, on the Saturday after, you know, you tend to drop off a little bit towards the end because your mind tends to wander. But yeah, Freddie's goal, I'd say in terms of technique, it's his best ever goal. But in, in terms of being a thundercracker, probably Watford pips it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, really good from Freddie. I was saying to my mate, uh, I don't know if it's in the vlog or not, because I've slept since I uploaded it. Um, but <clears throat> I said to my mate, uh, wow, Freddie's actually defending. You know, I, I wasn't just def- defending my tracking back, he was defending my putting in tackles and trying to win the ball back. And he was reminiscent of Chio on the right-hand side at times as well, um, by just running the wing and trying to find that little pocket of space to run into. And yeah, he has done really well. And I, I think he's now even in a much better place since the transfer request, because mm. he's actually done interviews and talked about it a little bit more openly. Um, and he does seem very appreciative of the fans sticking by him and like he says his goal against chef wednesday probably helped um <laughs> but yeah it's it's good that we've sort of gone all right we've got you to end the season we'll still support you because you're one of our players and he's accepted that he's accepted he's probably made a mistake with it as well yeah. and he's getting on with it which is what he wanted to see because the worst thing he could have done was sat about and moped he didn't get his transfer away but he's dug his heels in yeah. and gone right we're getting this team promoted and that performance against Morecambe showed that. Mm.
0: No, I think you're probably right there. Let's see who we've got with us on YouTube. We've got Scott Grundy, John Inchcliffe, Harvey Kowick, Paul Brooke, Power Masbett with us, Jeremy Noble. Looking forward to tonight's chat. Jamie's winding. Steve Grundy, the Grundys are with us. Um <laughs> uh, Steve Grundy also mentions here. Uh Freddie, a complete new player. There was a point on Tuesday, but when I went to you, this is this is Freddy's. This can't be the same Freddie we've had for two years, three years, whatever it's been. Um He's done this in bits and spells. He's done 10 minutes pressing here and there, maybe 20 minutes. But this and the game against Wigan, although again, it got marked out of the game a little bit, but it was it was a continuation of that performance for me. There were, there were a lot of similarities in the way he his overall game to that Wednesday and the Wednesday game to an extent as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you can rest assured, um, you can almost put your house on the fact that um, when he plays this Saturday, he will perform in exactly the same fashion. Um, well, for, for obvious reasons. <laughs> um so I, I expect him to bag another couple hopefully on um on Saturday. That'd be nice anyway, wouldn't it? You know. Um mm. his, his performance was just like we've said, you can't you can't sort of um compliment him enough. Um just, just work rate, everything about it, everything about it is uh, it was it was exceptional. So and to be fair, you know, that second goal as well, the run he made. Uh, mm. To be found by that absolute oh. porn pornography pass <laughs> from from uh, from from so you know every, everything about it was fantastic. Uh, I, I think he probably did scuff his finish a little bit, but nevertheless, uh, mm. he's still going. He's still going to get him back at net, hasn't he and make that run in the first place and make himself available for for that sort of a, a ball. So um, yeah, can't praise him enough. Can't praise him enough at the moment, particularly after what's gone off. Like we said, with the transfer request and and all that negativity negativity that was about, you know. Mm. So um, yeah, good man, absolute top yeah. top man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ardak says the penny has dropped with Freddie Leppe. We now realise there's nobody want it if he doesn't show it. if he doesn't show what he can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got to show it. Uh, Rhys Kelly, even in all. So good to see Freddie scoring two goals on Tuesday night. He seemed happy. Yeah, you couple that with the Wednesday goal, particularly the Wednesday goal, obviously because it's Wednesday. But it, it just looks that big and it looks settled again. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is key. Which is, key. Something like Freddie, it feels like it's really, really important. I know that's what it sounds like. a love thing to say, but I feel like Freddie needs an extra sometimes a little bit looking after because he's clearly mm. very fragile. He's a striker. and We know famously strikers have fragile companies <laughs> yeah. anyway. We're um, yeah, a seems, fragile breed, aren't we? Are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but the funny thing of football, Mick, if Will Grigg don't do his hamstring, Freddie's not even in team. It's yeah, just yeah. funny how things go in here in football.
2: It, it is, yeah. Uh, but you look at those, you look at those um, three goals. If you talk about the one uh, against uh, down at Swillsbury, um yeah. and and the th- and the two uh, two against Morecambe, you know, yeah. I guess if you put put um, uh, Will Grigg in that same position, Will Grigg probably does the same thing. He probably scores all three of those as well. You know, yeah because he's, he's, he's clearly got that ability so um but it's just it, it's not that that's the that sort of pleases me and i think pleases a lot of fans that's not i don't think it's necessarily the goals whilst the whilst they're great and you know it's it's just that willingness to put in the performance put in the graft that's all we ask really um and and he's done it and he's done it he's stepped up to the plate so Grill, good on him
0: Absolutely. Lee McGarry really hopes he bags his first hat trick at Plymouth on Saturday. That yeah. would be great to be fair. That yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so close to doing it
2: other night, weren't he? I? I mean he hit posted yeah. second half. And, oh, it was a great safe from keeper to be fair, but mm. um yeah, it was very, very close.
0: Yeah. Uh Paul Brook, I mentioned the cruyff style turn he did. It was awesome. Um I don't recall, but he did. What I will say is, his close control really impressed me. And again, something else that sometimes Freddie's not amazing at his close control was very, very good. He released the ball for the most part. He released the ball at the right time as well. Um, yeah, very, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Danny's back with us. Hello. Hello, Danny. <laughs>
1: have the, the Internet. <laughs>
2: You've run out of fifty um, keys, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just find one down the side of the settee mean to do <laughs> <laughs> um Philip Rollinson the bow the bow from Freddie to Barlash
0: after the second goal was brilliant I did really yeah. enjoy that yeah. mm. as well yeah. um let's move on to that uh the hoofball team do it again uh with the lovely goal um Ian Everett will be wondering, wondering what's gonna happen next if we start playing football I think we're gonna win championship next year I think that's how it works. Um, ah, not sure that's
2: how it works is it <laughs> right
0: mm. <laughs> um but it was a neat little build up, you know. Icky to, I think it was icky to Hardy. That that was nice and all right. But then the pass, Danny from balassa was just. Oh, Mick called it poorly. It was just amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I hope our audience is over eighteen. Um, <laughs> it, if not, it should be with a responsible result watching this. But anyway, um, but yeah, the pass from from Balassa I mean you can see it on the vlog and the replay does it even better just this the absolute arrow of a pass to split the defence like that but also the knowledge of the other players to pair off the defenders with them which is what uh, Wiles and Smith did I think it was Smith anyway mm-hmm. but yeah the ball straight through the middle and Freddie, Freddie's on it alright he don't collect um, connect cleanly with it but it don't matter because it's in the net you know um, Freddie scored a goal like that he scored a goal like that against Gillingham I think when it was Reg that played the pass through, but yeah. you know Bar- Barlaser does deserve the bow from Freddie because what a pass, what a pass, one of the best passes at season. <laughs> if there was a, if there was an award for best assist of the season, that would win hands down. I think. I think you're probably right. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if Emic, we'll talk about the problems on Tuesday, but there were only a handful of players that had good games. Freddie was one of them, and Barlaser did his job. It, there was a there was a pass in the first one. I can't remember. I think it went to Ferguson or something. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And nobody did anything. Nobody clapped or anything. We we're just used to the ball yeah. of playing these ridiculous passes. And this move that's amazing.
2: It, 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 it was a forty-yard crossfield ball in the air that Shane Ferguson did not have to move an inch. It just fell beautifully at his feet. You know, what I mean, it was just and like you say, we're like, oh, that was a good pass. I like, what, a, what a pass ah, oh, it's parlous it? whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, yeah, just some of the performances, like you said, were off. Some of them were off. But there were moments of individual brilliance from, from, from virtually all of them. I think there was the one in the second half where Smithy took the ball down again, at the air, and just killed it dead from the goalkeeper on the touchline and, st- and just killed it dead. And it's like, mate, that is just... It's, it, it's stunning. It really is. Players at League One level don't do that. And if they do, it's look, he does it every time. You know? Mm. So, um, yeah, anyway, I don't know why I don't know why I start talking about that. We were talking about Barlos, weren't we? But sorry.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I rambled it. I'm old.
0: You did. Um, Donald London, no, no, no. I'm absolutely good. Told everybody Lanapa was going to score two and everybody laughed. We should put the bet on. <laughs> yeah, um, our predictions were wrong except Ben. Ben did get his prediction correct. Did he um, get his score right though? The score sounds. He said we get him both in the second half, so he doesn't win. The, doesn't doesn't win a prize, unfortunately. There was that screaming saying, "I got it right! I got it right!" Well. I'll look you, um let's talk about one of the Why we uh, go on to some other issues uh let's talk about some uh one of the best performers of the night Carl Briggs Vickers became a brick wall on Tuesday night we will give <laughs> Walkham some credit in a minute Danny but let's just give Josh Vickers a bucket load of of credit because he was once again he goes through games we did not do all and then week after he has a game of his life and this was one of those where he mm. was just superb again
1: yeah. I mean it virtually had nothing to do against Wigan because I think there were about four shots in the whole game. And yeah. the one one that Wigan really had that was in clean play, shall we say, went in and the other one were a foul, so it didn't matter. Um <clears throat> but yeah, quiet quiet game against Wigan, but like you said, gamer is life against Morecambe. He kept us in that game, like he kept Cole Stockton quiet the whole game because um, he, he he parried to the right-hand side in the first half, he saved with his feet that and all sorts. was that first half. It, it was, and then in the second half, he made a, a brilliant save again um, and got another goal ruled out for a foul again. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like the comments said, he is a brick wall in some games that he plays this season and I think he's probably got one of the best clean sheet to appearance ratios of goalkeepers in the entire EFL. Because he he's, he's made, I'm surprised if he's made 15 appearances, but I think he's kept about what eight and nine clean sheets now. Some, some 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 no, it's nine. He's kept nine clean sheets, so he's on par with Victor, but with like 10 less appearances. So it's like wow, you know, you know what, what a keeper, and he's coming to his own. This season, yeah,
0: his, his, his percentage of clean sheets is 64% of the time Jesus he gets right. <laughs> nine clean sheets out of 14 games. Wow, oh. <laughs> Jesus. The, the closest Why one to you. is that that keeper at Pompey who's got a 40% clean sheet record. Um, he has played a bit more, though, obviously, but you're still,
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, unbelievable not it. Yeah, yeah like like oh,
0: Wow, well, and Victor's got a forty-seven. So I, the top two clean sheet percentages in League One is us, Vickers and, and Victor. Wow, uh, and that just tells you something. Uh, yeah, before we talk about how bad the defense were, mate, let's keep giving some praise to Victor because they were bad at that. They were bad he's he's a championship keeper. And we we talk we've talked a lot of Victor, and it's very easy to praise Victor because he's this. Big, massive personality, and he's a brilliant keeper as well. Mm. Vickers is—I don't want to say—just goes about his job because I think Victor does that as well. But for the most part, you don't notice Vickers. He's
2: just—he's
0: no. just there, isn't he? But now, in some when you, but but when you need him, he's there.
2: It's a goalkeeping equivalent of Jamie Lindsay. When you if you compare mm. Jamie Lindsay to Rathbone, it's like comparing Vickers to uh, to Victor mm. because Rathbone's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's absolutely everywhere, and it, and and you could see his progress around the pitch to the challenge. You know what I mean. And 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 Victor is everywhere. He's shouting. He's, he's the big personality. Is there and and everything else. Jamie Lindsay, just the same. He makes the same challenges as Oliver Rathbun, but he just appears out of nowhere, like a like like yeah. in a flash. You know what I mean. And Vickers does the same. it's he, he, just anonymous for for sort of 70% at game, and then all of a sudden he just pulls out a worldie. Mm. You know, the first time he's called on to do something, it, he just pulls out a worldie. Uh, wow, well, I don't know how we've got him. I've absolutely no idea. I mean, I know he was at Lincoln, weren't he? Um, I think yes. did he come from Lincoln. Um, got well, he a free from Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, it's just bizarre, isn't it? It's, I mean, you know, when we come to the summer and, and hopefully we're promoted and we haven't signed anybody by, you know second of June can we not start moaning about recruitment team because because you know we all know and they have proved this season with people like Josh vickers that they will pull as many rabbits out of the hat as they need to and 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 probably nine out of ten of those rabbits will be proper ones you know what I mean mm. they'll all be alive and kicking them there'll only be one duffer if if there's a duffer at all um so yeah yeah it would brilliant. Absolutely brill. I how rambling again there, uh talking about rabbits and hats and you do that. Great player, <laughs> <laughs> man. rape player, top goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think I think you think you're right to be honest with you. Um I was trying to find some more stats for him, but I can't, it's just something to come up against him. But yeah, I mean this website's still gonna play the link and so I'll check that website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> PowerMad UK, trust Rob Scott. Yeah, um, Donald London asked the question: When do you think we'll see Victor back, or is Warren just going to stick with Vickers I think Danny it is just a case of unless Vickers picks up an injury, which he did earlier on the season, mm.
2: it's
0: Vic and Vickers Victor's shirt, and, it, and unless he makes a mistake, but you just don't see. I, I don't see him making him a mistake really. Oh
1: no, <clears throat>
2: wow, what have uh, said that for? Yeah,
1: they'll drop an hour. in Plymouth now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, I think Victor will probably come in for the EFL trophy just to keep mm. his game time up. Um, but again, you know, even if Vickers does pick up an injury, however unfortunate it will be, we can rely on Victor at the same time. You know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've never known a situation where we actually don't care who's in goal because they're equally as good as each other. So it's just, oh, he's picked Victor today. All right, fair enough. Oh, he's stuck with Vickers. All right, yeah, fair enough. You know, <laughs> and... We've not really had that before. I mean, with last season, um, it was a it was a toss up between Blackman and Victor, um, mm-hmm. and Vickers was third choice. I and mean, I've seen a lot of people quitting. Why on earth was he third choice? <laughs> you know I mean, but yeah, this season, like I say he's coming to his own with Vickers. But we can just trust Warney being our manager and go. Whatever decision you make for the number one position, we'll we'll just go with it. You know. Mm. Yeah.
0: It is crazy now, looking back. I know De'Albonne's clearly a decent keeper, but he's nowhere near as good as Victor. He's certainly nowhere near as good as Vickers. It's madness that he played as many games for us last season. I know there's some load issues with it, and I, I know why he did, but it's still a bit mad. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt Bauer, unbeaten at home. Yeah, we're unbeaten at home in all competitions since the Fleetwood game, which I think is 19 games. I might be wrong. Yeah, um, Which is, again, ridiculous. Um, if you want to know a bit more information about our recent stats, we have two defeats in the last 34 games, and we've won 24 of those 34 games, in all competitions, obviously. Um, I mean, these are just genuinely ridiculous stats. You know, if Man City did those stats, you will bat an eye. That, that, I know we're in League One level, so with the Man City League One, I think. Is that right, Mick?
2: Been called that before. I have a League Two. Yeah. Apologies,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think if anything, we're more like the EFL's Norwich, aren't we? We'll absolutely blitz mm. one di- di- division and then struggle <laughs> in the next one. But you know that that has to end at some point. But you know we've been tagged as a bit of a yo-yo club. But if you look at the actual yo-yo clubs in EFL history that have had like 20, 22 up and downs, we're nowhere near yeah. it because it's all mm. happened in the last ten years. <laughs> so yeah. we are we are a yo-yo at the minute, but not in the history books. We are a yo-yo club, but. You know, just <laughs> it's entertaining, that's for sure, to use my quote from, from Dream Team. It's entertaining, that's for sure, and this season especially, because we are the best home side in the division this season. Yeah, we
0: are. I think we're a bit on the best away side as well. Yeah, to we side.
1: Are, yeah. Um we've dropped a third at the minute. Oh, what? Um, sack, but... sack, warning, warning that's not <laughs> going, <laughs> going out. It out, is in, out. in terms of points one. So if we could pick up a win against Plymouth, uh we'll go back to the top. So it's just in terms yeah. of points, one overall. <laughs> Pressure's on no, mate. Saturday, isn't it? Not good enough. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Um, now, that's been 20 minutes of positivity. Let's have some slagging players off, shall we? Yeah? Yay. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about some people who didn't have the best games. Uh, let's talk about Icky first of all, because. Other than the playoff semi-final against Scunny Mick a couple of years ago, that probably one of the worst games Icky's ever had. And and we'll forgive him, you know, Jan- I agree with Paul Warren. We're saying Icky was one of the best players in January. He was probably more consistent than Smithy, one player at month. Um, but everything Icky tried to do, it just didn't work. And with that clearance that then played man through, my favorite one was when he tried to clear it over his shoulder for some reason, hit their player in the face, and then went out for a goal <laughs> kick. It, it, just, planned. It, it was just a bit chaotic, wasn't it, from him?
2: Yeah, he, he didn't have the best game, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, he had a, quite a few brain farts, didn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's hope he's got all of them out of his system uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, uh, listen, every, player's, every player is going to have a, at least one bad game. And to be fair, it's probably his, his one bad game at the season so far, consistently. About, yeah and so not going to slag him off in any way shape or form because he is a he is a hell of a player and he will he will develop into an absolute top class centre-back there's no doubt about that if he's not got there already you know Mm -hmm. everybody everybody Richard Wood included and I'm sure we will come on to it makes mistakes you know Mm -hmm. Um, and Wood is also going through a patch at the moment where you know sometimes he swings his foot at it and misses misses it completely by some considerable distance he did it again the other night so yeah he didn't have a great game Mickey. we still got a clean sheet
0: yeah that's that's fair. all it's about ultimately this isn't is it? why it's funny this is why it's I funny you I know. Suppose, yeah
2: yeah.
0: you know if, if that if that if that, that attempted clear instructor his feet and he makes it 2-1 and we go to look drop game two two it's then not so awesome, funny um because we won 2-0, yeah. we can sort of laugh at it um a little bit. Um, but like 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 Mick says Danny, if, if the number of players, you know, if he if somebody had a bad if, if Freddie had a bad performance, there would be a lot, a lot less leeway because of events. But icky's got so much leeway to allow a bad performance once or so often. And he's got players to pick him up. I know like Mixes wouldn't have the best game, but he still picked up his mistakes, whether I had a good game. It's not yeah. world. it's just one game, but it went bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but again, it, it falls into that thing of everybody can't play perfectly for every game of the season, right. or else we'd be top at Premier League, you know. <laughs> but to say he has had a bit of a stinker, but to but then to back it up with other performances during the season, it's sort of even in itself out, you know. He, he has been a sublime defender this season, but he's just had a bit of a bump in the road for this season, and thankfully. It um it hasn't cost us a goal or anything. We've still kept the clean sheet. Uh, I think if he'd have cost us a, a goal in the game overall, like I say we're gonna to have to draw two two, for example, then the microscope would be on him a lot more. Mm. But we'll look back at this game and just go, kept clean sheet, icky had a bit of a stinker, but we came through it, we rallied round it. And um and that's what you do as a team. You know, we are we are a, a big team unit this season. And if one or two are having a stinker, they all sort of come round him and go, come on, you know, uh, let's get going again. Because I think, um, can't if it was the Wigan game or the Morecambe game, um, but Barlasa kept trying to do little little flicks and, and Woody told him straight, stop doing that, play football. Yeah. And he did. And then his game yeah. improved and, then, and I think it was against Morecambe because he ended up assisting Freddie. Um, but yeah... Icky's I- mistakes, yeah, the- he has had a stinker. Long and short, he's had a stinker. <laughs> and would would he want it at his best either? But they've come through it, and I think they they know they've had a stinker as well because Warning would have told them, and that's why he said we yeah. need to improve for Saturday, yeah. and which we will do. I think. I mean, we have to because. Wow, away defence is the best in the EFL. No, 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 no it's not. It, it, no, it's not. It's it's the best in the football league period this season and the best ever after sixteen games. Um so yeah, just and they know that as well, so they know they need to perform. So mm. I think Icky'll understand his blip and just improve on it on Saturday. Yeah. You know, I hope it does anyway. <laughs> If you don't, he'll have a Bovril cup thrown at him.
0: (laughs) 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 Scott Gwenny makes a very good point. The whole back three seemed to panic. Stockton might have played a part. You've got to bear in mind Mm. playing against one of the hot properties in the EFL. Um, And we limited Stockton to only a moment or two of the save. Obviously, the save of Vickers in the first half was our half chance. And Stockton's done really well there. Other than that, he hasn't really hurt us. So I suppose from that point of view, they've still done the jobs. Uh, Jamie with another good point. He's pretty much played 90 minutes of every game and been outstanding. A few bad games are gonna happen, yeah, Uh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
0: Um, right, we're gonna have a quick break. Uh, while you hear Ben's man's um, legendary Manscaped advert, um, back in a minute to to look a few more performances before we look ahead to Plymouth. So, it's my month to tell you all about how amazing Manscaped is, and it is, but I felt like Ben's advert was too much of a masterpiece to throw in the bin just yet. So... Take it away, Ben. Uh, they're promoting their new product, the Lawnmower 4.0, um, which is kind of well known for reducing cuts uh, and making it a lot easier to trim your balls. Uh, you can buy this separately or in a bundle called the Performance Package, which also, which in that you get a ball toner, ball toner, and ball deodorant, uh, which are actually very handy. Um, because they're specifically designed for your bones. So they, they work very well. Uh I would highly I highly recommend all of this. Uh the lawnmower it comes with a little light. Uh comes with a little light there that comes on when you when you turn the the razor on. So it's very good. It comes with a little charging port, oh, which is also a little holder. Yeah I highly recommend it. I use it and I I highly recommend it. If you want to join Ben and over 4 million men worldwide who already have Manscaped, go to manscaped.com using code MYT at checkout for 20% off free shipping. And Ben highly recommends it. Ben highly <laughs> recommends it. <laughs> uh, brilliant. a um, couple so more performance, individual performance that's certainly worth mentioning, Mick. Um, a side two, I highest first start for the club. Mm. And there's something there. He's clearly got pace. He's clearly got something, but he really, really struggled. He's, he's clearly—it's very, very obvious—he hasn't played football for a while, but he's getting there. I—I I, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive about it. but He did struggle on on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, he did have a great game, did he? He was completely—it was—it was—I say completely off the pace. He was very much off the pace mm. uh, of the game for, for the whole period that it was on the pitch. He, he did start to sort of pick it up as he. As he went along uh, as the game progressed so yeah there's no doubt he's a good player you know you don't you don't you don't play for arsenal you don't get stay you know in uh, arsenal will not be a good player so um but the lad's got to get used to the pace that we play at the way that we play you know i think he he, he kind of neglected his defensive duties quite a lot particularly in that second half before he was substituted so um you know he's, he's, he's new to it he's new to rotherham united obviously not football <laughs> General, but uh, he's new to Rotherham I mean, United the way that we're playing everything else. So you are not going to call. are not going to, you know, sort of call him out for it. He's got to get. He's got to get into it. But it looks like he's. He looks a prospect definitely.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's one of them games now, I mean I think Warnie played him because we were, obviously we were, we were hoping we'd win the game. And I think if we got that third goal early on in the first half, second half, he may well have kept him for the full nine minutes just to play him into mm. the game a little bit. But because it were 2-0, we had to bring Chio on just to try and make sure the game was safe, which is a bit of a shame, really.
1: Yeah, I think so. But I understand Warnie's decision uh, to give Chio a little bit of a rest because I've been uh, reading the advertiser about how Plymouth play their football because the editor's a Plymouth fan, which is quite good from um, understanding <laughs> the opposition. But yeah, um, Chio will come into his own against Plymouth because they play, um, play out from the back. So if we use Gio's pace to <clears throat> to press him into oblivion like we we do with teams who play out from the back, it should be quite good for us. Um, but again, with Geordie, like you say, you can tell he hasn't played football of that intensity for a while, but he's not exactly had a stinker. You yeah. know, he's, just, he's no, no. just sort of coasted, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, and he's quick. You know, there were moments in that game where he's gone and he's like, where's he gone? You know, and he's 40 yards up the pitch. Um, So, yeah, I think in terms of his development and getting back to proper competitive, high-intensity first-team football, it's been very beneficial for him. Um, And I can see why we have signed him. Um, And I think just needs to bed him sending a little bit. And... It will, will improve. It's one of them where he's like, he will improve because he'll gel with the squad more, he'll understand it more, and he will improve. But he's not, we've not signed him and he's been pants. You know, he's just sort of, he's found that level and he's coasting. He just needs to up it a little bit more. And yeah, should be fine with him, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Paul Barnfield, we've really had our look and they
0: were uh, really rubbish at the back, but impressed with the way they attack. Yeah. yeah, they're a funny old team, mate. They're a bit like Cambridge. Cambridge, if Cambridge couldn't defend, because they were well dodgy at back, weren't they?
2: They were, yeah, they were. They weren't great at the back. They're a good side. Listen, you know, you look back to when we played them at their place, and and they were probably the first challenge we had, the first mm. uh, proper challenge we had this season, and, and and they proved it again the other night. They're not a bad side at all, and uh, there is no way that they are going to go down this year. There's no, I mean, i will say it now, and, and you know, attempting fate and everything else, but. Uh, but they are very, very a, a very solid League One side as they stand at the moment. You know, if they if they sort that back four out and continue to develop the way they've clearly developed over the last couple of seasons, they could easily be easily be challengers for playoffs easily um, if they're able to maintain that squad, which might be difficult come the end yeah. of the season uh, with Stockton keeping Stockton. Um, so, but yeah, they're a good side. They're a decent side. One of the better sides that we've played this season without, without question, in my view. Um, you know, they didn't come back. They didn't come here just to sit in and, and hope to get away with a, you know, 1-0 defe- defeat or whatever. They came and they attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and absolute all credit to, that, to them. There's not many teams at any level that will go to the top of the league and, and attack them in their own backyard. Very mm-hmm. few will. And that sounds a bit big-headed, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's, well, look at us top of league. Uh, that's not what I mean. That's not that's not where I'm but coming we are, from. Though. Well, yeah, we are, <laughs> and, and we're, we're nine points clear and, and everything else. And we're brilliant and best team in division. But but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Good side, Markham. Like him. Like yeah, him a lot. I like
0: him. Mm. Although Derek Adams has gone back there, which I, I don't really like Derek Adams. Um, mm. Takes with the likability a little bit, but you know. Um, mm. by the way have seen Mark yeah. Hughes has gone to Bradford that's, 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 a, that's a madness <laughs> that isn't it that's
1: a madness yeah,
0: that's crazy good luck I mean good luck to him Um, but yeah. that, that just shows how, how few jobs he was getting offered that he's gone to League 2 uh, mm. ah well mm. Small pennies in the British Managers Association in the, in the mix. Yes!
2: <laughs> <laughs> destroy an exit. He's going to he's gonna struggle to destroy them any more than they've already been destroyed, though, isn't he? That's true. You that's that's a mean? good point. Good
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you get that, video, that's off to you all. That's a great inside joke. If you don't, apologies. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> the referee, let's give a quick mention to the Simon Mayth of the referee. Other than the five minutes before um, half time, Danny, which was a minute
1: after I said I thought it was doing quite well, he had a good game.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, he did. I mean, I think every referee has at least five minutes of madness, but some referees turn it into fifty minutes of madness, which is a shame. True. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I thought it did really well. You, what you can tell, you can tell, is um, a National League referee breaking into the mm. into the AFL ranks because he's done well. You know, if we were a championship referee, referees again, it would have been pants. Um, but, yeah, he did have a little five minutes of madness where he booked Wales for, for a fair We yeah. Winning the ball. Like, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we were all right. I think we can put him on the... Um, bring back the cool ball from Top Gear and put him on the... He's all right. You know, he's, he's not... Had a, he's not, Again, not, he's not had a stinker like some of the players did, but he's he's coasted and he's been all right. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe I'm reviewing a referee, and I was just saying, yeah "Yes, all right." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we won! If a
0: referee coasted every game, I think majority of fans will be happy. Yeah. Um, Even to be fair, he didn't have any really big decisions to make, and that's 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 a test of a of a referee. But mm. it is what he did what he needed to do, other than that that crazy spell.
1: I think if you compare him to all the referees we've had this season, especially the one that we had against Oxford, because I was I was watching the footage last night, and it's like the the level of um, competent understanding of football between the two of them is vast, you know. Because I'm watching the footage back, and the uh, the referee I, th- I can't remember who it was, but he he gives a foul to Oxford for his own player fouling the referee because his own player runs the ref and he gives a free kick. It's like, com- compare that to the ref we had, um, against Morecambe, he's miles he, better and should yeah. be probably brought into the AFL fold if he's going to be that, um. Oh, what's the Sorry. word? Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, that's solid in every game he refs. So, yeah, fair play to him. He goes on the good wall. He does. Mick, anything to add?
2: No, good referee. Played well. Had a good game, like you say, apart from that um, brain, brain fart that he had. That's twice as <laughs> he was acting tonight in it, Four half time. Other than that, yeah, I thought it was excellent. Excellent.
0: Good. We like to praise referees. We do. Contrary we, we, we probably, probably, to probably we do like to praise referees.
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely. Love it. I think Jodie needs rubbish. to make a, ma- a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Phil
0: Ronson, i made any stats considering a third on social media listing which our players are either off form or not good enough. What the fans? Some fans want. <laughs> I haven't seen that for <laughs> us. Uh, thankfully, Mick hasn't seen it either because that he would be all over that if he'd have seen that. On Twitter.
2: No, I would not mate. No, I, I'm I'm past that now. You know, I, it's like. Nah, it's like having a battle of wits when on our man in it. You know what I mean? Some of these people. I mean, we're top at league. We've scored. We've got a goal difference of plus forty-one. If you take all competitions, all domestic competitions, we have got the best goal difference in the whole of the the whole four all four divisions. Um, we've conceded five goals away from home. We're unbeaten at home since September. What sort of melt thinks any of our players are not good enough? (laughs) What's wrong with you? God, that's probably why I've not been on social media and and I got involved in that sort of conversation. God, what an absolute helmet if you think (laughs) that we've got players that are not good enough. Get
1: out of it. I think the only two players who aren't good enough are the two that have left in January. You know, Jesus. so probably list of Rotherham players that are out of form. Yeah, Kieran Sadler and Curtis Tolkers are not here anymore. Yeah, it, did. Mind you, though, mm. wrong clocks right twice a day. That's true. Yeah, but but they play I'm the right kind
0: of football, don't it? That's 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 what yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that's oh, true. They
1: play, they, they play a proper football, and they won't last in the championship. Hang on, the tenth. Funny Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, poor even and Everett somebody will teach him one day or i get sacked. you know what I mean uh, anyway anyway, anyway. Uh, anything else before we move on to the Plymouth preview
1: um, I know we're on the topic of stats so I've got a stat for everybody you'll like this love, love a good stat so, so these are teams that have conceded less than 20 goal 20 goals or fewer this season so far so it's Man City with 17 Chelsea and Wolves with 18 Us with 19 and Liverpool with 20 so that's a good company to start with, right? Yeah. But out of those four, in terms of goals conceded to games played, we have the best defence in England's top four tiers because we have conceded 0.58 goals this season. That's 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 in league football. Next closest is Man City with 0.65. <laughs> so that, goal that's every that's game. insane. Conceded. We have we have the best defense in terms of goals conceded in the whole of England. Like, wow, <laughs> yeah. just
0: wow. I mean, scored one, some of the most goals, we, and we scored like nearly ninety goals this season as well in all competitions. Uh, I think like, we've yeah. scored eighty-nine. Is it eighty-nine or eighty-seven? So, so, uh, right, yeah. Well, but there's a mm. there's a very very strong chance that we'll be getting hundred goals this season.
1: Yeah which is, maybe maybe not in the league but yeah. overall which is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh just on the topic of non rodham stuff Anyone have any any just
0: have curiosity for as Jamie's asks any anyone any idea what's happened to Mattel on Sunday. Uh he is at Preston as far as they are aware he's fit but he can't get in their squad. He's not been, he's not been nominated in their 25 man squad. Um and as we've said with many other players the grass is not always greener and he's mm-hmm. finding that out unfortunately. Um but that's life, that's football. We move on, don't we? Mm. Um, to back up your point, Mick Steve Cooper, amount of our fans, Mount of our fans, you hear moan leaving the ground is unbelievable. Yeah. You do hear some sometimes, but it's all about opinions, isn't it? Um, yeah, but,
2: no, it is about opinions, isn't it? But it is just think about it first, <laughs> think about the context of what you're saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Icky had a crap game the other night. do not make him a crap player, does it? You know what right. I mean? So, anyway, I, I, I'm, I, I'm thinking throughout that little rant there that I'm i am just speechless that somebody would say something like that, but then I weren't, when I? <laughs> 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 I weren't speechless at
0: all. <laughs> no. no. Oh, God. Um, Will Roebuck ask? Are you ready? I he, he was off to meet me on. asked if me and me Mick were off to the game on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, not. It's too long of a day for me to spend away. I would not get permission for that. Um, Danny is, like I've already mentioned, a half past three start. Half was the alarm for Danny. Yeah. One thing or another. Um, it's been a long old day. To be fair, long away days are some of the best. I sort of don't like getting back home at six o'clock from an away date. <laughs> You've got to get back at like nine, ten o'clock at night, or even later sometimes. just it don't feel like a proper away day unless you get back quite late for me. I don't know. Just maybe maybe a bit strange. Um, so let's go through a couple of stats we have for the Plymouth game. We only have one defeat in our last seven games against Plymouth Argyle, which was last time out at their place in 2018. Um I mentioned the uh, the two defeats thirty four, which is worth mentioning again because it's a ridiculous stat. Um, referee watch is Will Finney. Uh, he has refereed as one game, and it was at Accrington at home in the Cup, so very 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 early on the season. Um, I seem to remember. I don't. I don't recall him. I don't recall any incidents. I don't think. Which is a good sign. Um, mm. There you go.
1: Yeah, can't remember we, any
0: howlers from that game, which is all right. Yeah, big H H Gresser. That this team is not good enough for the next league. Uh, interesting. Disagree. Strongly disagree. Yeah. But we all, yeah. that's a topic for another day. Let's wait. Let's get up first. Um, <laughs> Jamie in the comments also asked, "Will we be going for the last game of the season in Gillingham? Probably, which will yes. also be a ridiculously early start." But anyway, Go
2: on, I-, I was just going to say there might be a there might be a rush for tickets for that game, so that might be. Uh something else for people to moan about that you know. Good point. Somebody else yeah, has got a ticket, and I ain't kind of. Oh, I don't know. We'll see what we. It's a long way off yet. Let's, uh, it's, get like in, it's
0: like a, it's like a paradox. You're moaning about somebody else moaning that they haven't moaned about yet. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm just sort my life out, don't I?
0: Yeah.
2: I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get off after this podcast. I'm going to get a squad list. I'm going to rank everybody out of ten, and anybody who gets the lowest two, I'm going to moan about on social media. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm going to do. I think it's just like. Rotten fans we like to moan, don't we? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's all football fans, isn't it? You know, mm, yeah. all football fans. You give certain certain types of people a platform to 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 express whatever views they want to express, and they talk garbage, don't they? That's just how it is. That's just life. That's just the whole purpose of social media, isn't it? So he says, talking on social media.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Plymouth are in a pretty good run of form to be fair. Only one defeat in their last seven games. That includes the draw at Stamford Bridge as well. It's worth mentioning mm-hmm. that were a great result. Whereas we have won seven of the last eight games with one draw in there at Wigan. So it's two teams in decent form. Our form is just more ridiculous <laughs> than their form. Um mm. we'll see changes, Danny though, because we'd we, be a miracle. Well, not a miracle. It would be a disaster, sorry, if Chio did start. It would take something. It would take an injury for Chio not to start, would it?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think Chio will come in to start and we will probably um, alternate it, but the opposite way. You know, We'll have Chio starting and then maybe uh, Jordi come in later in the game if Chio's either um, a bit leggy or we want to save him a bit for the trip to Shrewsbury on Tuesday. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I can only really see that being the other change, unless Woody needs to come out for a bit, um, which might have something to do with why the comment was asked, can Angus start games yet and Mm. keep up with the intensity? And we've said yes. Uh, So that could be a change. We could see Icky come into the middle and maybe Angus play out on that left-hand side, maybe, if it's called for. Uh, But other than that, just bring Chiao in, and it's as you were for me, because I think that squad is... Very good on paper, anyway.
0: Yeah, um, Reggie is back in training. Mick, you, of course, he's only back in training. You'd assume he's not going to start. I think he's very strong. He's only going to start Saturday. But we're going to have. We've. But three weeks ago, we had a bit almost a defensive problem with injuries because Icky was potentially injured, and now we're going to have far too many. You've got to fit Woody, Icky, Harding, Angus, and Reg into three, and that's going to be very, very difficult. Like it's literally impossible to fit them all in. Obviously but it's a difficult task to work for Warren to pick three, basically.
2: It is. It's that um, that football sort of uh, perfect <laughs> perfect problem, isn't it? You know? um, you've got all those fit centre-backs, all of whom will perform to pretty much the same level. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's a high level. <laughs> that's a very, very high level as, as we've proved this season. So it's just a great position to be in. It really is. I think I genuinely think Woody's due a rest, and I think he will probably get one. Uh, I, maybe not, some, maybe not this Saturday, but I think possibly in the 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 uh, the Shrews, Shrewsbury game on Tuesday, potentially. Um, but we've got we've got ideal replacements in, in Icky in in Angus, uh, uh, you know what I mean? In Reg, hopefully I can't see him being fit. To be fair, for the next couple of weeks, match fit Reg. Um, but it's it's an option, so we're in a great position, we're in a great, great position,
0: mm. yeah. Uh, Lee McGarry has Is Matic injured because he thought he, th- he thought it was a pretty good replacement for left center back position? And I, I didn't say what he said, but that's about right. Um, <laughs> Angus, yeah. uh, Ang- Angus is well, Angus is almost first choice left center back. Whatever we'll Harding's playing well, that's Harding's shirt. As soon as Harding loses that shirt, Angus will get back in, and if Angus plays like he did last season. That'll be his shirt till next season. Um, and Matic then drops down further down the order, which is unfortunate, but again, you've got to be a bit ruthless, unfortunately. Um, mm. And Matic's been around football long enough to know that. Um, any other changes, Danny? I saw some of the comments mentioned earlier about Ferguson uh, not playing well. I thought he did okay. He didn't stand yeah. out on Tuesday. But again, he's playing lots of minutes in there. And we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. We need to manage players' minutes. And you'd assume Ferguson's one of them that at some point, we're going to have to not play him.
1: Yeah, I think um, uh, the reason Ferguson's playing so much is is because Millers out injured. I think when mm-hmm. he comes back in, uh, we'll probably alternate it a bit more. But again, Ferguson's one of them where he didn't play poorly; he just sort of coasted, yeah. you know. And that could be down to them pressing him on that um, on that left hand side quite hard. But I will mention this. Is the goal from the corner was over the line? I was sat bang in line with it, and it was over the sodding line. And the worst bit was, before he took the corner, I said to Fergie, "There's a goal from this," and he obliged, and it nearly went in. And that Lino went, "No, it's not in. It's like chuffing is. I can see it from here." Um, but yeah, but again, it's one of them where it's like, if the goal counted, we'd have said he'd done he'd done really well to score from a corner. Um, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, um, but yeah, I, I can't see many changes, <clears throat> there's an update on Reggie, he should be ready just after the Milton Keynes game, um, but we're not really going to risk him because we've got no reason to, because if, when he comes back, we've got two players for every centre-back position, we've got Mattingham, McDonald for left side, we've got Woodnicky for centre, and then we've got Harding and Reg for the right-hand side. You know, so, so it's like, mm. can we just play with like fifteen players? Can we play rugby <laughs> league rules. We <laughs> <they> still, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. Uh
0: Any change in midfield like, again? It's about managing minutes, but this is going to be a tough, a much tougher game than Tuesday night. Midfield three again were pretty solid, without that amazing. Uh amazing. I thought all three of them again. I agree, with Danny. They just sort of coasted. They, they weren't bad. They just mm. didn't build the balance. They just did their jobs as standard, really, and. Maybe you need to step up a tiny bit.
2: I can't see any changes in midfield now. I can't see that at all. Um, I can't see any changes elsewhere, frankly. Um, you know, it, the, 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 bottom line is getting through these games now and getting the points on the board, you know, mm. you know, and, and, and individual and team performances whilst they're important, because obviously you need those performances to be able to get the goals, to win the games. Uh, you know, we're not going to be seeing free-flowing football like we saw against Portsmouth, like we saw at home, or or Sunderland, or whatever. Those mm-hmm. those games are now gone for this season until we hit that. Uh we get that automatic place secured. Uh, this is gonna be a battle now. This is all it's like it's like the end of every season that we've had, you know, under warning whether it be a relegation season or a promotion season, those last games are massively important and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about Overall performance. It's about not losing the game, getting some points on the board, and hopefully winning as many as you can. Um, so, you know, yeah, well, I suspect, you know, the next few podcasts we're going to be doing is saying, well, you know, performance weren't great. That's what we've had for the past few podcasts, innit? You know, mm. performance hasn't been particularly good, but we're still winning the games. That's what's going to happen. That's what's got to happen, innit? You know, yeah. we can't leave ourselves um, vulnerable by by applying trying to play lovely ticky tacky football like um like Ian Everett suggests that everybody should do. You know what mm. I mean? Um you need more than one trick in your uh, in your box of tricks, don't you? Mm. yeah Ian, Ian just saying Ian. I mean I I'm not a championship manager, but then neither are you. <laughs> um,
1: I've never Whoa. been a
0: championship manager. Cold, you. Water, cold water um... to the moon area. <laughs> yeah, just it's, it's, it's a good point. We look at us we look at Wigan. We've both got two different. We've both, both got different styles of playing football. Yeah, yeah. With, within our teams, I mean, I don't mean we're different to them. We're both pretty pragmatic uh, in terms of styles, and we're top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I don't think MK Dons will talk about where we are in the league now, and that's one of the reasons I don't think MK Dons will cause us that big a problem. We're nine points clear of them with a game in hand, because MK Dons have one system, and that is the only way they know how to play football, is to try and play the ball around. And it, it's good. It looks pretty, and it will work to a certain extent, but it gets found out very easily. We've we've shown that against Portsmouth, Sunderland, MK Dons have shown that against many teams, that they're there to be got. And have beat it all the week, Danny. I mean, this is the problem with those teams that, yeah, it's good. And that McDonald's will make the playoffs definitely now, I think. But it then puts a... Because they have a limited on the quality of the players, it then sort of almost puts a ceiling on their status in the league.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. um I think as well uh, with football, long and short is it do not matter how you play it, it's that you need to win it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we... we complain until cows come home about how, uh, um, <clears throat> about how we can play the football. But at the end of the day, it still wins in football games and they're still in the top 10 in the league. And so they've dropped off a little bit and that yeah. game against Cheltenham were an absolute stunner. But, you know, again, they've got one way of playing. And if you know your stuff, you can play around it like Wigan did. Um, and I think that's what we need to do when we go to Adams Park as well. But like with it, what Ian Everett says about Bolton, yeah, if you play attractive football... It might get more bums on the seats to come and watch you play attractive football. But if you don't win, then that's what sends people away and stops you getting results. Because with us, our standard thing is 3-5-2, high press. But people still think we play long ball. And it's if you get if you get caught in that mindset, that's what upsets you about it. <clears throat> Granted, yes, Barlas's was a long ball, but the whole premise of long ball is it's over the top, not through yeah. the middle of everybody. So if we carry on playing how we want to play against Plymouth, we will cause them problems because they would like to knock it round the back and play out from the back. If you've got the players for it, yeah, great. You do really well, like what Man City do and and such. But if you've got a high-pressing team like us who are very fast wingers and fast forwards now that Freddie runs about like an headless chicken, but a competent headless chicken, we can press the ball and win it back. And if we win it back, then we'll cause you problems. And one person who will be really fired up for this game will be Freddy. Freddie. Because he was he was on the first day of the season and he will be now because he's back at, at home park and if Fred, I'm looking forward to Freddie running his ass off in that first half because he will be trouble for them in the first yeah. half <clears throat> and Donna was on about uh, putting a bet on Freddie earlier. Donna put the bet on for the Plymouth game because I guarantee you mm-hmm. Freddie will score first against Plymouth. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's I just I... to make sure as well. <laughs> Um, I think it's his first appearance back at home park
0: as well since he left Um, he'll be up for this he will be so mm. for this game mm. Um, in terms of in terms of where it's left let's make nine points clear of, of McDonald's with a game in hand six points clear of Wiggins still having two games in hand Um the the still the, 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 but you got sort to of, add into the now in the season where you say right it's really important how many games are left mm. there's only t- I think it's, uh, ten games left for McDonald's now so and they've got, is it 10 or 11 for them? Um, and we have to play, we play we, we've never played 35. We've got 12, haven't we? Yeah. You're no, right, yeah. 12 games. 12 hmm. games left for McDonalds. 13 <laughs> left for us. There you go. Thank so, you. But we are against where it's important because they've got to out outpointers us for four weekends, four game game days between now and the end of the season. Bear in mind, we have an extra one. So potentially five, because we'll, we'll pick something up, probably. That's a big in terms of twelve games. They've got to outscore us in, 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 in that in four games. That's a massive ask for them, isn't it? A huge ask.
2: It's interesting. Eh? I, I, a, a piggy fan of mine, a piggy fan who was a, a mate of mine at work, said to me today, "You're up. You're, you're up. Then you are, aren't you? You're up." Um, and, and I think that's how people view it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you, if, if we were to look at this from the outside. We'd be saying, Oh, Rotherham are gone. Uh, they're gone. Twelve, you know, 12 points clear, 13 to play. It's just it's they're gone. Um but you've always got that doubt in the back of your mind, don't you? Course. You've always got that nagging doubt. I can you know, there's there's absolutely been zero signs whatsoever of any catastrophe coming over the hill. However, <laughs> uh, we've got three games, the next three games are key, I think. So when we, when we're down to 10 games left and we've already played McDonald's, if they're still in third position and we've beaten them, I think you can probably safely say that we'll be pretty much all bar mathematically promoted. So, you know, by, by five o'clock a week on Saturday, if we can get three points against Plymouth, three points at Shrewsbury, and then being McDonald's at our place, I think, I think you know. Whilst mathematically I'm not be right, I think we'll be up by early March, should that happen. Mm, yeah. That that McDonald's game is the biggest game of the season now. Yes, it is. It's, it's bigger than the Wigan game was at the time. Um, it's way way bigger than the game at Swillsborough. That just that's just a uh, an irrelevance now. You know what I mean? In, in comparison to the that home game against McDonald's, um, mm. that. That's the one we need to be eyeing, really, uh, mm. as, as a key game.
0: Yeah, it's about setting ourselves setting up for, mm. for, for the next Saturday. Like I said, our game in hand to McDonald's is next week. So if we can match them on Saturday and then pick something up on Tuesday, we'll go into that double points, nine, 10 points ahead of them. And then we play them. And then it's like, I don't lose. And again, if we don't if we don't lose to them, that'll be 10 points ahead with 10 games left for them. Not, that's such a big ask to t- to, to pick up. It, it's a crucial week or so. Uh, just to run through the week and fixtures. McDonald's play the best team in the league. They've got Bolton coming to, uh, to coming to Stadium MK. Um, and oh God, answer. that's
2: that's going to be an absolute bore. Draw that in it. It's just going to be. They're just going to be playing sideways passes. After you, no,
0: after you. For no, after yeah, <laughs>
2: absolutely. Oh my word! Which <laughs> yeah. you be seven all now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got yeah, um, so yeah, Kieran sadly can do us a favor. We that on Saturday, to be honest with you, right? mate. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't do uh, but... he won't do no, he'll <laughs> play rubbish just on purpose, just as <laughs> Um, ISE, hi guys, looks like no more games this season for him. He's had operation yesterday, he thinks 2 0 for the Millers, mm-hmm. lap or 2. So, uh, get well soon, Ethan. Yes, get, get well soon, yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, at what point do we would you say we're, we're up? Yeah, McDonald's next week. That's the one. That's the the one, isn't it? Um, A question from Philip Rawlinson. Strangely muted atmosphere against Morecambe. Uh, I said this to you, Mick, when we were there. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere was like back to the League Two days. And as much as I think New York Stadium is an amazing stadium, when there's not any away fans in, the atmosphere can really, really dip. And Mm -hmm. whatever it were, it's just one of those things in... No is perfect. That's one of the things for me about New York Stadium.
2: Yeah, it is, and we just had that Wigan game as well, have not we? You know where the yeah. atmosphere were bouncing. Um, We've been away at Swillsbury where we were bouncing. Uh, rest of the stadium was quiet. Um, you know, so uh, and, and it's Morecambe at home on a Tuesday night. You know where, uh, as you said, they've not brought a, a great deal of, of support. I don't know. I don't get. I don't get hung up on it. To be honest with you. I don't, you know, it, it's for me. Whether 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 people sing or don't sing is is up there with how big your stadium is. You know what I mean, or how many supporters you get. It, I'm I'm sorry, it just it, it matters in the in the in the big games. Like like we, we, I think the crowd lifted the team against Wigan. I think the crowd lifted the team against uh, against pigs. I think the crowd lift the team when it's necessary to do that. But you know, for, four minutes in, we're one 0 up. Uh, not not that much long after we're two 0 up, you know. They, 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 they don't need lifting, and and I think had we conceded, I think the atmosphere might have changed. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. Let's not get let's let's not get on up on. Well, oh, we're not singing or we're not standing up or we're not doing this or we're not doing other. We're all there. We're all supporting and we're all behind this team, you know. And when, mm-hmm. when we are required, the crowd and the atmosphere will step up. No question.
0: I'm sure it will against McDonald's. I'm sure it, I'm sure food, it so. will.
2: Absolutely, precisely. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. That's it's Danisol, my view. anyway. Yeah, it's not the yeah. time. So yeah, um, my fault being east
1: and yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: saying that's wrong, by the way. I'm not saying you know uh, that people are wrong to 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 have that view that I just mm. it's just my view, that's all. I, I don't know yeah. up on it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think with the whole how loud the crowd is, like you say, Mick, it's very circumstantial. You know, mm. like we're we were one nil down at half time, the team needed a lift both in the dressing room and on the pitch. And we provided that and we scored and then we all were willing them on and we probably could could have won it, but because we're going to a good side we didn't. Mm. Um but we with a team like Morecambe no disrespect to them They are one of the smaller teams in this league and it's I think it's their first season. At this tier mm. of football as well and we're 2-0 up at half time now for a lot of fans yeah complacency is bad but the fans did get complacent with it because you would you know yeah. you're 2-0 up against a yeah. team team's yeah. fourth bottom and you've played well the referee's not been the referee's done all right and in the second second half that sort of invited pressure from walkham but we with- we withstood it mm-hmm. um atmosphere will be great going down to plymouth on saturday that's for oh, sure yeah. Um, same with Shrewsbury, even though we're not taking that many, it will still be we'll still be good, because, you know, best away side in the league, you know. um, and then when it comes back to MK Don's that'll be uh, rocking, because again, it's the biggest game of the season um, yeah, it's, it's just circumstantial, I mean, we don't we shouldn't get too carried away and retire the number 12 shirt, because of fans being the 12th <laughs> man, like a certain team in green have done on the south coast, but oh no, <laughs> but yeah, again, circumstantial. I thought when we did sing, we were really loud and we did wheel the team on, but we just didn't really have that much of a need to. Mm. You know, yeah. we were all right where we were, um, and there was no, like, really big moment where the crowd should have backed the team up. You know, but like you say, Mick, if we'd have conceded, a different story altogether. Yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, right, let's do some predictions. I will go first on this one. I will go 1 0 towards one to the Millers. I almost went 1 1. And I thought, well, are we good? I really think we're going to concede. Uh, probably not. Mick?
2: Yeah, we're going to go 1 0. I'm going to go 1 0 Millers, I think. Uh, I think it should be a tight game. I think it's going to be a difficult game. But 1 uh, 0, and I think Freddie will get it as well.
0: You don't to get extra points for that. Oh, I'll, put,
1: I'll write it down. Yeah, a
0: write
1: it down. It. Uh, Danny? Uh, I think we're going to win 2-0. Uh, like I say, I don't think we'll concede. I think we're at the point of the season now where to, uh, if you're predicting us to concede away from home, it's like you need to give your head a wobble. Like, I, know, I know that sounds really big-headed to say, but we've conceded <laughs> five goals away all season. Um, So... You know, I don't know if they might score, you know, they've got four good strikers, but mm. we've got best defence. So we should, yeah. in theory, keep them out. But the form Freddy's in, the height of the game for him as well, he's for sure to bag, like I said. But I don't know, I can see another goal coming from somewhere. Maybe Barlasser, potentially. Mm. It's you one. Mm. Mm. Um, Steve Cooper thinks
0: one nil. Carl Bags, in YouTube three nil gets. For- 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 oh, Patrick. imagine. Oh, I <laughs> imagine. <laughs> he won't celebrate for us. If Freddy gets that trick, he's not celebrating for the Robin fans, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> he? <Nope>. He's only <laughs> he had a bio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't believe Um, Harvey Kelwick thinks two one. Jimmy goes two nil. Steve Grundy two one. Power Man two nil. Liam McGarry one nil with it. The- he thinks icky, but he'd love a Freddy three nil. Uh, mm-hmm. Freddie and Smithy tip top uh 2-0 to the millers too too many ts in that sentence sorry i <laughs> caught, me up, caught me up um so there we go good job we were
2: predicting two two then in it
0: yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um anything else anything else we want to t- 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 touch on cover it's, it's been a long week it's all holidays it's been a long <laughs> week <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I've just done a little bit of adding up about you know I said about how many is it until we're promoted, mm. in terms of games to play, yeah probably if we beat MK Dons, um, but in terms of actually getting points on the board, I think Warnie said probably ninety points will get us up, mm. and to get that we need six wins from thirteen. Yeah. And here's the points. mad and here's the mad stat. To get a hundred points, we need nine wins and a draw from thirteen games. Which, based on our current stats, is not ridiculous. No. I mean, that allowed for three losses for us for the, until the end of the season, which I can't really see happening. We've lost five all season. Exactly. Yeah. So to lose three in our next 13 and then still pick up results, it's like, yeah. But I've seen a score predictor that's predicting us to get 103 and we're going to get 101, which would be really unfortunate because I think they'd be the first team of the modern era not to win a league with 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably won't.
0: Yeah, we're we're, we're there. We're, we're so close. What I would like to know, and this is a question for the RFC, um, When will the XG title be ours? Because we can't be far mm. off from winning that, you know, can we? Mm. we, we our XG is so much better than everyone else's. So it's got to be time for the uh, for the handing over the X trophy. G, I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I do it Still a trophy, right. Right. A trophy If,
2: if he's listening, then uh, that's one for you, the RUSC. we expect mm. to see. The relevant tweet um,
0: <laughs>
2: by, uh, by sort of three o'clock, four o'clock on Friday afternoon, once you've done your calculations.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, there you go. There you go. Thank you very much for everybody who's tuned in on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are. We very much appreciate it. And I hope you've enjoyed an hour away from the uh, terrible world that we live in at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. We will be crying. back. On, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we will back on Sunday evening where we look back at Plymouth, look ahead to Shrewsbury. I suppose now is a good time to mention this, Mick. Me and Mick won't be going to the Hartlepool game because we can't make it. So, because it's live on Sky, and nobody wants to watch Sky, we're going to do a watch-along. Uh, Danny will be there. Uh, Hello. So,
1: Danny won't be joining us for the watch-along, because I
0: don't think we'd get much sense out of it, would be.
1: No. <laughs> Especially if we scored, because the phone would be on the other side at Pete. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, to
2: be fair, if it's on Sky, he'll be five minutes in front of us anyway, won't he, so...
0: That is true. That is true mm. as well. I'll wave um, to you. Yeah. <laughs> so me, me and Mick will be doing it. I don't know if anybody else will join us, but certainly me and Mick will be. Uh, and for all you long listeners, I think you want to tune in Sunday because Mick will probably be live from a car park in Wales. Hey. So, uh, that's one for long for everybody. Happy days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's happy entirely days. possible. Uh, <laughs> which, which, Bearing in mind the time of year, on the upside, you won't have to look at me. you just have to hear me. <laughs>
0: It will be dark, that's true.
2: Yeah, like every, every every cloud and all that.
0: <laughs> um, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you watch Danny's Matchday vlog from a different angle, but still a very good one for the Morecambe game. Um, we are, so we're back Sunday, keeping up with Danny's Matchday vlog for the Plymouth game, which I'm sure will hopefully be an epic one again. Um, Danny, pleasure, and I'll see you Sunday. Have a, have a safe trip for everybody, but then you and then we to Plymouth.
1: Yeah, have a safe trip to everyone Plymouth. Yeah. Um... it'll be fun Um, (laughs) yeah We'll we'll see how tired I look on Sunday for the podcast. I'm expecting dark rings, to be honest. But we'll see. Can, can we have part? Of, can we have part of your vlog as, like
0: just when you get up at half a three in the morning? Like, well, well, actually, actually
1: yeah, I am thinking of doing that. To be fair, it'll just be you'll have the intro, and then you just have hello. Um You'll just have me just groaning, waking up, going oh, it's yeah. day. <laughs> That'll
0: be brilliant, uh, Mick. Always a pleasure, and safe trip to Wales.
2: Ah, thank you very much.
0: Thank you, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll see you Sunday. Bye.